How to overcome fear and control your anger by Devansh Agarwal I for most of the time keep on contemplating whether there exists a way for the readers who read my blog or listen to my audio to become so strong and fierce from the inside that it themselves can overcome fear and control their anger that do in just seconds let's face it fear and anger are two very pervasive problems in today's world i'm sure we all go through these problems on a daily basis sometimes we express our anger through our bodies sometimes through our wordings or sometimes we just keep it within ourselves as our thoughts the same goes for fear as well now i don't know how many of you are aware but emotions like fear and anger are pretty deteriorating for our health as claimed by numerous scientific studies around the world these emotions can ruin your relationships as it destroys the very foundation of it the fear of losing the relationship or expressing anger on trivial things is a one way ticket to end any kind of relationship you have showing anger to the wrong person at the wrong time at the wrong place in the wrong situation can shake up your entire life so let's just go to the root cause of this and discover some practical solutions to overcome fear and control your anger and not just temporarily but permanently so let's attack the first cause that is the anger the most important thing to understand here in order to overcome your anger is that you don't get angry yes you heard me right you don't you intentionally deliberately purposefully knowingly willfully and consciously do anger until you accept this fact you can never get rid of this ghost the more you keep on thinking that i intentionally become angry or i'm not in control when i get angry or i lose my head totally and all i'm able to see is red and i can't help it when the more control it's taking away from you anger is not some nature's call that comes periodically or something that you have no control on it is a conscious choice you're making anger is like dance or any other activity that you are willfully getting yourself into you can dance all day or don't dance at all the choice is yours similar is the thing with anger too let me give you a real life example to explain what i'm saying people who have a job or work under someone can relate to it very well so often you must have gone through the experience of your boss thrashing you for no good reason in front of the whole company insulting and belittling you ask yourself at that particular point do you get all fast and furious and start fighting with your boss or do you become red with anger and point your finger towards your boss warning him that this shouldn't be repeated again but well, probably not right unless you wanted to be your last day in that company you either listen to him without uttering a single word 
or you keep your cool and try to comprehend the reason why you just can't rebuke and ultimately shake it off. Now let's take another situation. Say you are you are at home after a long day and your kid starts pestering you or he made a small mistake or and then what what do we do generally? We release all our anger and frustration of our entire day on that little kid who might have done nothing wrong after all. After he's just a kid, for God's sake. But sadly, this is the reality for so many families today. If you analyze the two situations, then you will get a better understanding of my point of view. In the first situation, you are feeling angry from the inside, but you resist and subdue it because you know very well that if you did anything even remotely stupid, then it's going to be your loss. In the other scenario, you know it very well too that the kid has nowhere else to go and you will probably get away with the whole thing just by apologizing so you willingly and consciously let all your anger gush out. To put it in a nutshell, we express all the anger where we think we are in control and interestingly, we automatically control our anger where we are not in control. It has become a habit and yeah, I know that old habits die hard but if you are serious about controlling your anger, then the first step to break free of this whole anger thing is to accept and take full responsibility that yes, I choose to get angry. Yes, I have the power to decide whether to get angry or not. The minute you start saying, you start saying that yes, I choose to portray anger. Yes, I let fear overpower me. Then you suddenly have a controller that you can that can make you switch this habit just like that. If you have the power to choose to be angry, then you also have the power to not choose to be angry. Similarly, you also have the control to let fear overpower you or not. Sometimes for our own fun, we are intentionally scaring ourselves because after all, getting scared is indeed a lot of fun, otherwise why would so many people watch horror movies? Emotions like fear and anger have a certain degree of thrill, excitement and a specific kind of power that you experience which is precisely why you intentionally choose to indulge in these kind of emotions. The more you try to overcome your fear, the more you try to fight to overcome your fear, the stronger your fear will become. You can fight something which doesn't exist in reality. Fear and anger are like ghosts, which are just a figment of your own imagination. The more attention and importance you give it, the more real and haunting and deteriorating it would become for you. These ghosts take your power away from you. And if you try to run away from it, its existence will simply become more threatening. So what do you have to do? The next time these ghosts of fear and anger try to scare or overpower you, you just have to look them in the eye and say, bring it on, I am ready for you. The Silver Lining 
Having said all that, there is some positive side to fear and anger as well which we cannot overlook. Sometimes you gotta take a stand for what's right and what's not. And at situations like these, anger can work as a catalyst in events like these to help make a valid point. Then at times when you gotta right a wrong, fixate a dent, help fight the war of truth over lie and right over wrong, good over evil, or just simply doing something for the greater good, anger can come in handy. Similar is the case with fear. The fear of hurting someone because of your own action is a good type of fear. This is called compassion and one doesn't have to fight this or be ashamed of it. Some people who always do what they want to do without comprehending the impact it can have on society are really dangerous both for the society and themselves. Let's say you're driving a car and you see children crossing the road. So most people will drive carefully because of the fear of hurting the children which is a good type of fear. The other kind of fear which is good for you is the fear of hurting yourself physically. If you are on the roof of a building and you look down at the ground, the fear of falling down is what will make you careful not to trip down. It will activate your body's natural defense mechanism which is ultimately essential for your own survival. So these are real fears where the liabilities are real and tangible which helps us to preserve our lives better. But the fear which are based on reality only account for 1% or less. The other 99% of fears are psychological and based on our imaginations. Don't underestimate the power of space. Victor frankly said, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is a power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. This space is our superpower. The shorter the space, the more irrational your responses are likely to be because you're gonna react only on the basis of your memories or your old pattern instead of analyzing the present moment as it is. The wider this space is, the more room you will have to think outside the box and your actions are gonna be more rational than before. That's the goal, to widen this gap, to stretch that space out as much as you can. Make a promise to yourself, the next time any particular stimulus which invokes the feeling of fear or anger, you won't react instantly, but instead take a deep breath and will try to grasp the situation first. This space makes you do one of the three things. The first is to act without thinking which is the dumbest of all. The second is to act after analyzing and working out all the options you have. The third is to do nothing at all and just observe the things calmly and patiently. One can harness infinite possibilities through this space. 
to overcome fear and control your anger are just two of the millions of possibilities you can excel at if you have control over this space. The root cause of all our problems is that we act without thinking because our mind keeps on running in every direction and is anything but calm. Best way to make your mind quiet is through harnessing intelligence from the space I just talked about. You can also call this space the portal to intelligence and intelligence is what makes us different from the other animals. Animals are stuck at the level of mind only. Humans on the other hand have the potential to rise above the mind aka intelligence. But unfortunately, the majority of us are stuck at the level of mind only. We are putting our intelligence in all kinds of wrong places, which is why our minds control our lives. This space is what differentiates a successful and an unsuccessful person. Successful people are aware of how to use this space to their advantage, while unsuccessful people aren't. If you want to harness this kind of intelligence, then you have to be in this space for as long as you can. Start slow. Even one second is a great start. Only you have the power to create this gap or space and nobody else is gonna swing a magic wand and miraculously get you what you wanted. This has got to be your commitment to choose, your, your decision to take, your life to make ultimately. No feelings or ghost of any kind can overpower you when you are the one who created them in the first place and not the other way around. You created this mind, the mind didn't create you. Awaken yourselves to the infinite possibilities you have and make use of it to overcome fear and control your anger and a lot more. To understand reality, you need to take a pause and let intelligence take over your mind and analyze the situation. Instead of passing judgments without thinking solely on the basis of your memories. Think about it. If someone knows your weak and vulnerable points, then he can literally puppet you according to his own whims because you don't have any control over yourself whatsoever. He can easily make you angry whenever he wants to and jeopardize your whole career or relationship just like that in a snap of his fingers. You will become prey to his new scam because he knows you're greedy and you stop thinking when you see green. He can scare and haunt you and make you do things you don't want to and you wouldn't even know how you're being controlled. And why is that? Because you are not utilizing that space and acting without thinking, letting the mind take over you. You don't have to fight or control your mind. You just have to patiently observe the ghost you forged yourself. Just looking at the ghost and understanding that it is something created by your own mind is enough to scare the shit out of the ghost. So, take a pledge, make a commitment, 
do a pinky, pinky promise or whatever you believe in that you won't let these ghosts overpower you no matter what. The second thing to do is to look inside yourself and see all the ghosts that are living inside you and making you hollow and shallow. Most of us are living under the misguided impression that our family, friends, relatives or external situations are responsible for the debacle of failure going on in our lives. All they do is point fingers, play the victim card and do everything but looking inside their own self. They don't even change themselves and talk about, and they talk about changing the world. Well, you are a part of the world too. So start with yourself first. Your mind is like serene waters and emotions like fear, anger, hate, jealousy are causing havoc and disturbing that peace within. These emotions are eating you up and you don't even know how and in what ways. People are running senselessly from one place to another, from one goal to another, from one desire to another throughout their lives. I'm not saying that you should stop running. You should run for when it's required. But you should also take a pause every day and reflect upon yourself as to what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing if you ever want to overcome fear and control your anger and tackle all the other ghosts that have so conveniently made a special place in your own body, mind and soul. You gotta clean your body. If you want to remain happy and peaceful, have good relationships, peace of mind, live life to its fullest, become absolutely fearless and want to experience the real kind of happiness from within, then you just have to clean up your mess from the inside. There is no external temporary solution to this. One can't possibly compare the peace of mind with all the materialistic accomplishments one can imagine in their wildest of dreams on the other. All the wealth of this entire world on one hand and peace of mind on the other, then the former isn't worth two cents in front of the latter. Even if you are a billionaire but still struggle with ghosts like fear and anger which is making your mind restless, then what good is that money for? Most people may look all shiny and glittery from the outside, but internally they are all struggling to overcome fear, control their anger and become stronger in life. Every spiritual practice in this world has the end goal of making the mind calm and peaceful. Your own mind, not your neighbor's mind of course. Once you clean your temple come body, then the God in you will do the rest. God doesn't reside outside you in temples, churches or mosques. It resides in you and you only. And once you overcome your fear and other ghosts, then God will have no other choice but to do what's in his basic nature, love. He will love you all the way. Call him Ram, Rahim, Jesus, doesn't matter. Every name is his name because he doesn't have a name. Also, the love I talked about isn't the same as the world thinks. They say, 
I love you, signifying that there are two entities who are supposedly in love. This kind of love is often impure, fake and conditional. But the love of God is pure, real and unconditional. Expectations and conditions only arise when there are two. I love you, so I expect you to love me back and so on. But when one is free from I and you, then comes the real love, the kind of love completely free from expectations and conditions. When there is no I, the level of ego takes a nosedive, the mind becomes obvious and free from all the negativities and sufferings that are stopping it from experiencing all the real goodies of the world. Fear, anger and all the other ghosts are keeping you from experiencing the kind of love you were meant to receive. All the clutter in the mind is taking you farther away from what's actually inseparable from you. Start looking inside yourself to overcome your fear, anger and other ghosts just by observing it patiently. The moment you look at the ghost, it will freak the hell out and vanish just like that. But we aren't looking only. One simply needs to look at these ghosts in the eye and say, I'm not afraid of you. So go ahead, give it your best shot. Let me see what you can do. Or something like, you aren't real. If you are what you say you are, then come in front of me. The point being, this may look stupid and nonsense, but self-talk works. Create some shit up and say it to yourself convincingly and then witness the magic happening yourself. We are either busy denying the existence of such ghosts or fighting these imaginations which is precisely what's keeping them alive and making it stronger every passing moment in the first place. Don't confuse yourself with your ghost. The more important thing to understand is that you are not the ghost itself. You are the one who can see the ghost, who can scare the ghost. Just by looking at it, your intelligence will jump back right in and does what's, what it's meant to do. It will bring back your senses and will make you realize your true potential. All you have to do is take a pause. Now go scare some ghosts. Thank you very much.